This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hello and welcome to Don't Forget Your Tips. I'm Sam Ferris here with the number one rugby league reporter in all the land, at least in my opinion, Martin Gabor. G'day, Gabs. I was looking for Brent Reid and a few others didn't see them, <laughs> but hey, I'll take it. Sorry, Buzz, you didn't make the top spot. Uh, welcome to Don't Forget Your Tips, the weekly podcast for you, the footy fan that's trying to get that extra edge in your footy tipping comp. Today, we're looking at round 24 of the NRL season, the penultimate round. Gabs, before we do that, let's quickly look back at last week. Seven out of eight for the squid. Just missed out on Thursday night, the Rabbitohs <sighs> losing to Penrith and Penrith winning the minor premiership. So close to a second perfect round. How's he feeling? Well, look, it hurts that little bit more because the Bunnies, they were even up with, what, eight minutes to go, yeah. then scores level, and then you could see it coming, try with two minutes to go. Third time lucky for Liam Martin, who dropped a few over the line. Look, Penrith's just too good. This is what you get for tipping against them. And the same goes for AFL. I know we're done with that competition, but I think the squid got eight from nine. Yeah. The one game he got wrong was the first of the round, of course, tipping against the defending premiers for the first time all year, and <laughs> yeah. they're up 81-15 at halftime. So lesson learnt, but we keep trucking along. Tip the reigning premiers <laughs> if all else fails. Uh, all right, we've got eight pretty significant games because a lot of these games will have some impact on the finals and set up a really great final round where, as we are talking about off-air, some big teams could miss out on the eight, which is uh, just, I guess, reflective of the competition and how uh, it's been a pretty wild season. Uh, but that's next week. Let's look at this week and get into it on Thursday night. First game of the round, Thursday night, Broncos v Eels, Suncorp Stadium, kickoff 10 to 8. Uh, Gabs, the Broncos didn't have a great round last weekend. Uh, no, started well, kicked on the second tackle, looked really promising, but then they conceded uh, 60 points to the Storm. Yeah. And Fez, that is their worst defensive performance since. Let's go back to 2007 when they conceded 68 points to who else? but Parramatta, the team they're playing yeah. this week. Now, these defensive struggles probably make a bit of sense when you think Brisbane have had the most ineffective tackles this season. But also their attack's been a bit of an issue. Maybe that's why they kicked so early last week. They've actually scored at the fewest points in the opening 20 minutes of games, and their attack won't get any better this week because a bit of breaking news. We are recording, of course, on a Wednesday. Selwyn Cobbo, their boom try-scoring whiz on the wing, he's not going to play uh, in this game. He's been rested, feeling a little bit fatigued after a big season. But there is some good news for the Broncos. They have won seven of their past eight at Suncorp. And Adam Reynolds, the big recruit, from South Sydney. He plays game 250 on Thursday night. Now, the Eels also have a pretty good record at Suncorp. They have won three of their past four there, and they have won five of their past six against Brisbane, although they were absolutely belted by them just last month in Parramatta. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Moses came back last week from that broken finger. He had an absolute whale of a game. He set up two <laughs> tries, while half's partner Dylan Brown, he scored two and also set up two more. Bit of a quirky one that goes against Parramatta here. They've lost four of their past five Thursday games, including their only Thursday game this year, which was against Brisbane. 
whales, eels, <laughs> a squid here. There's a real uh, ocean theme here, Gab. So tell us, who is the squid tipping? Yeah, luckily there were no aquatic uh, animals on Noah's Ark. It would have got a bit, uh, <laughs> yeah. bit tough in there, I think. But no, uh, the squid, he's tipped Parrot to win this one, which means Brisbane must win next week to make the eight. Two games on Friday night. The first at Blue Bat Stadium out at Penrith. Gabs, you're going to be there for this one. It's the Panthers against the Warriors. Kickoff, 6 o'clock, and the Panthers, they're going to be minor premiers, and they get some big names back. Yeah, and my belly will be even bigger because Penrith <laughs> provide plenty of KFC. Shout out to the media manager there, Michael Block. But, yes, a few huge inclusions for this one. Jerome Luai, he's back early from injury. James Fisher-Harris returns from suspension. It's all just roses. It's too good here for Penrith. They've won five in a row against the Warriors. They've made the fewest errors. They make the most metres, and they concede the fewest points. I could list about 20 other stats in their favour. I'm not going to, but here's a weird one, they have scored exactly 26 points in three of their past five wins. Something tells me they may score a few more this weekend. They have gone, though, win, loss, win, loss, win, which is very unlike Penrith, a very consistent team. Uh, And their wingers, their wingers have not scored a try in their past six games. So they've been doing a lot of their scoring through the middle. Yeah, a bit strange there. Absolutely. Uh, But the Warriors, look, they might not have a great recent record against Penrith, but hey, they did win their last game out west a couple of years ago, and three of their six wins this year were in the 6pm time slot, so they don't mind playing early on Friday. But the Warriors, look, they've considered exactly 48 points in their past two games in Australia, so they're not doing that well when they make the trip. It's probably why they have the worst defence in the league overall, while they've also run for the fewest metres per game. There's... Don't really have to ask me, but do it. I'll tell you, it's uh, going to be Penrith, but ask anyway. Did somebody say Penrith? <laughs> they absolutely did. That's a lovely zinger from you. Yes, Panthers <laughs> by many. The second game on Friday night is at Amy Park. It's the Storm against the Roosters. Kickoff at 5 date. Gabs, this could be the game of the year. I think there's a game of the year every round, but <laughs> this one legitimately might be it. Uh, absolutely. It is the Cooper Cronk Cup. Not sure if that's <laughs> official, but it is to me. Now, the Storm coming off that huge win in Brisbane last week. They've now won four straight after they dropped four in a row and people were starting to write them off. As I said, 60 points last week, second time they've scored that this season after putting 70 on the Warriors. They've won seven from eight at home and they do get Felice Kafusi back after two weeks out. But they do have the fourth worst conversion success rate this season and they're ranked last for intercepts. So if they do miss goals, that's not great because Sam Walker did kick 12 from 12 last week. So that is certainly an advantage if it's a tight game. Now, we said the Storm scored 70. Well, the Roosters, they scored 72 points last <laughs> week, the second most by the Roosters ever in a first grade game. They've won six straight by a combined margin of 166 points, and they get Lindsay Collins and Siwa Taukiaho back from injury. But because they have lost five in a row to the Storm. And if we just focus on regular season games, they've only won two of the past 12 against Melbourne, and both of those were in Golden Point. I've got another stat for the Squid Gabs. Mm-hmm. Melbourne have won 14 Friday night games in a row and 15 of 16 since 2020. The Roosters, they've just won eight of 18 Friday night games since 2020. There you go. 
Storm, Friday Night Specialists. Friday Night Lights, make a show about it. Yep. So with all that said, I don't know if that extra stat swayed the squid, <laughs> but who's he going? Uh Look, maybe if it was a Saturday, he'd hit the Roosters, but it's a Friday, so he's sticking with the Storm. Three games on a Saturday. The first one's in Canberra at GIO Stadium. It's the Raiders against the Sea Eagles. This one kicks off at 3 o'clock. Not much to play for for Manly, but heaps to play for for the Raiders. Yeah, all on the line for the Green Machine. They did win last week against Newcastle, but they just got to keep winning, keep winning, because once they lose, they are probably out. Now, Jack Whiten, he did score the winner last week, and he has eight tries against Manly, which is his second best record against any team. Now, the Raiders, they've won seven games at home this year, all by 12 points or less, so nothing easy when they play at GIO Stadium. They've also conceded the second most penalties, and they have the fourth worst completion right now. Manly, things are just not looking great for them. They've lost five in a row and conceded 40 or more points in their past two. They've won just two of 10 games away from home, and their three top try scorers from last season are all injured. But there is a ray of sunshine here. They have won seven of their past nine in Canberra and five of the past six against the Raiders, including a win earlier this season. Raiders or the Manly Seagulls, Gabs? Raiders. Second game on a Saturday is the Sharks against the Bulldogs. This is at Points Bet Stadium, aka Shark Park. Kickoff at 5:30. Gabs, the Sharks. They go pretty well at Shark Park. Yeah, they are just swimming with the tide, Fez. Nothing is <laughs> slowing them down right now. They've won nine of their past ten games. And you mentioned that home record. They've won eight of their past nine at Points Bet Stadium. Big news here. CSA Vitalikai, he is back from a shoulder mm-hmm. injury. He'll have plenty of potency on that left edge, while Andrew Fafida, he's announced this will be his last season with the Sharks. So this is going to be his final home game for Cronulla, pre some emotional scenes after full time there. But the Sharkies, they have made the second most errors and considered the fifth most penalties this season. So discipline is something they'll have to work on leading into the finals. Now the Doggies did have a bit of a renaissance once Mick Potter took over, but just a few... Not not great signs the past mm. few weeks. In fact, they've considered exactly 42 points in back-to-back losses. They've also lost eight of their past 10 against the Sharks, and they haven't won in the Shire since 2011, but they have won six of their past nine at the venue and actually have an overall winning record there. Now, Josh Adokar, he's got a poor record against Cronulla, but he's now scored 16 tries. And that's something he's done in six straight seasons. Let's trot. He always seems to get on the uh, try-scoring leaderboard, uh, even though he had a slow start this season. Uh, Gabs, this all points to a Sharks victory in a big one. What's the squid think? It certainly does points bet to a Sharks win, and that's why (laughs) the squid is tipping them. Final game on Saturday is the Rabbitohs against the Cowboys at a core stadium. The game of the year, no, not quite. It's uh, still a, a very crucial clash with uh, two top eight sides um, trying to get a higher position. It starts at 7.35 p.m. It's at a core stadium, uh, Gabs. The Rabbitohs just missed out last week. Yeah, they did, and their spot in the top eight isn't actually secure, but I think if they win this one, they will be sweet. Who else are we going to focus on but the great man on the left wing, Alex Johnson. He has scored 19 tries now in his past <laughs> 10 games. And if you go back to last year, 
He scored a hat-trick, of course, against the Cowboys when they last played. Now, Latrell Mitchell, he's been back for a few weeks now, and they are averaging 30.75 points with him in the team. He's had plenty of tries, of course, out there on the left for Johnson. But they are coming off that loss to Penrith, and that has seen Jackson Bowlow dropped after a few errors. But, Fez, he's not the only one making mistakes. The Rabbitohs, they have made more errors than any other team in the NRL this year. It has been an ongoing problem problem, hasn't it? Yep, it has. The Cowboys, not sure about their mistake rate, certainly not as bad as South Sydney. They've <laughs> actually won seven of their past nine at a core stadium, but they haven't played the Bunnies there since way back in 2015. Jeremiah Nanai, someone stop him. He's got 17 tries. He's up to third now in the NRL. Why Valentine Holmes, he's kicked the most goals, but there is a big out for them this week. Tom Didden, he will not play. It's got a ruptured testicle, Fez, which oh. means Scott Drinkwater moves to 5'8", and Hamaso Tabawai Fado starts at fullback. I'm not going to go any deeper into that injury because <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> it sounds like the pits. Now, North Queensland, they've actually lost six in a row to South Sydney, and they've conceded at least 40 points in four of those losses. Thoughts and prayers to Tom Bearden <laughs> as he goes through this uh, rehab for that injury. Um I can't imagine what it feels like. Uh, Gabs to the footy, Rabbitohs or Cowboys for the squid? Very, very tough, but didn't being out makes the squid just lean towards the bunnies. Two games left, both on Sunday. It's the West Tigers against the Dragons at Combank Stadium on Sunday from 2 o'clock. The Tigers, well, the only way from here is up, Gabs. Uh, yes, they've uh, lost three in a row and they look set to get the club's first wooden spoon after they conceded 72 points last week, which is the most the Tigers have ever given up in a game. Doesn't help that they've scored the fewest points in the NRL this season and skipper James Tamo, he is banned for this one for one week. Although it could have been worse, so technically a small win there. There is some good news though. They have won four of their past five against the Dragons and half of their wins this season have been at Combank Stadium. Now the Dragons, they're coming off their highest score of the season that big win over the Titans last week. It's this weird stat we've had all year. The Dragons, they are 10 from 10 when they score the first try. They have not won once when they concede first. Mm. They've also lost five of their past seven at Combank, and they're without the suspended Moses Embai and Francis Molo for the rest of the season. And they really do not like playing away from home. They've only won 10 games away from home this year. Doesn't matter how small the wins are, Gabs, the Tigers will take them at this time of the year. Uh, Dragons for the squid? Yeah, they're not going to concede 72, but uh, they're not going to win. Dragons for the squid. And the final game of the penultimate round of the NRL season is the Titans against the Newcastle Knights at Seabus Super Stadium on the Gold Coast. This one kicks off at five past four. The Titans, they've been scoring a few tries lately, Gabs. Yeah, plenty against Manly two weeks ago. And even though they lost last week, they still scored, I think, 26 points now. The Titans have beaten Newcastle six times in a row on the Gold Coast. And you mentioned a lot of those points. They've scored at least 30 points in all of those games. So looking to make it seven straight there. They have conceded the second fewest penalties as well this season, so discipline has certainly uh, been on the up for them, but they've conceded at least 24 points in six of their past seven games. They're struggling to get out of their own end because they've had the third fewest kick meters this season. Now, Newcastle, they've won two in a row against the Titans, and if we... 
Now, Newcastle, they have won two in a row against the Titans and absolutely smashed them earlier in the year when Edric Lee scored five tries and Dom Young, his wing partner, only scored three. They do get Tyson Frizzell and Daniel Saifidi back in the starting side, but the Knights, they've been held scoreless in the second half in two of their past three games, and they do have the worst attack and goal-kicking percentage in the NRL. Final game of the round, Gabs, who is this good taken? Uh, should be very high scoring. He likes the Titans. So those are the games for round 24, the penultimate round of the NRL season. Gabs, I know how much you love that word. Before we go, give us the Squids tips one last time, please. All right. I'm, I think he's going to get at least seven this week, if not eight. Fingers crossed. But he has gone the Eels, Panthers, Storm, Raiders, Sharks, Rabbitohs, Dragons, and the Titans. Seven out of eight at least. There's a couple of coin flip games in there, Gav, so he's pretty confident, the squid. Uh, All right, that is us done this week. Round 24 all wrapped up. Only one round left and only one episode left of Don't Forget Your Tips this season. That's next week when we preview all the round 25 action. But we've still got our weekday sports news podcast called Sport Today. It covers the big news, quirky stories. We throw in a bit of trivia as well. It's all done in under 10 minutes and ready by 6.30 a.m. in your favorite podcast app. Check it out. Good luck this round. And always remember, don't forget your tips.